again, many factors are past the breaking point. They're likely going to do something much worse soon. There's things they can't hide much longer. And uh, neither side is reporting on that. Not the left, not the right. And uh, the, these people are the epitome of e evil that, that orchestrate everything they're orchestrating. And the population needs to wake up and stop cooperating with this because they are. Look how many people lined up for the jab. In, in spite of all the evidence, I mean, it's it's beyond shocking. But those in power couldn't do what they do without the population, again, actively or passively supporting it. And that has to change. That's, that's where the start of change occurs. Hey, friends. Sean from SGT Report here. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Hey, with geoengineered winter storm Elliot literally killing people, I wanted to get Dane Wigington from geoengineeringwatch.org back on to discuss it because the Luciferian powers that need to be defeated, well, they're out to defeat us. In fact, they'd like to extinguish all of us if they can get away with it. Thanks for tuning in. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. You know, it's almost 2023, and if there's anything 2022 taught us, it's that inflation is here. Things are far more expensive now than they were at the beginning of the year. But it's not too late to protect yourself. And despite the fact that there's always a risk of loss and past performance is not indicative of future results, thousands of people have retired comfortably with the help of Noble Gold Investments and their precious metal IRAs. If you're one of the people like me who believe gold and silver is an excellent hedge against inflation and total collapse, now's the time to act. Talk to an expert member of Noble Gold's team today. And if you get in before the end of this month, you'll get an incredible free three ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA of $20,000 or more. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. So call the team now at 877-646-5347 to find out more or visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Hey friends, welcome back. Thank you so very, very much for tuning in. It's Sean from SGT Report. I hope you all had a very Merry Christmas and I hope that we all have a blessed new year, 2023. Guys, I don't think it's going to get any easier because the war against humanity is only ramping up. And I reached out to Dane Wigington just the other day to ask him to come on to talk about the great Christmas freeze. The map you see before you guys, does this make any sense to you at all? Sub-zero temperatures from the Rockies to the Plains, 20 degree temperatures in Florida? Guys, we know exactly what they're trying to do. We have an already fragile energy grid infrastructure, and they're breaking it. They want to break it as they roll out their United Nation Agenda 2030 policies to bring us to our knees. They're not only engineering our food supply, they're doing away with our food supply. So much to talk about in this conversation. Dane, welcome back. Sean, thanks for your continued willingness to address this issue of climate engineering, in this case, winter weather warfare. That's exactly what it is. Uh, we realize it's the winter season. And people tend to blow this off as being some sort of normal event. It's anything but. We can prove that with satellite imagery. And people should start to question, Sean, shouldn't they? When it's, uh, for example, the Denver Air Airport went from 51 degrees to 24 degrees below zero in 18 hours. And now they're back up. They're going to be back up pushing the 60s again. Uh, these are incredibly unnatural fluctuations, historically unprecedented in Denver, it's been happening in recent years. We realize that, but climate engineering has been going on for 75 years. So we need to plug that in the equation as well. But uh, these types of 75 degree swings in a matter of hours, that's not nature. 
No, it's geoengineering and it's being made to happen on purpose. And I know you can back that up with some quantifiables, but uh, I just want to set the stage for folks here. So my audience is well aware of what's happening, but we have to wake up the normies. A $1.7 trillion looting bill. That's exactly what it is. And guys, let's say you were in the pocket of the World Economic Forum. Let's say you were in the pocket of the New World Order, as is that uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot in Chicago. She said it herself. She's pledged her allegiance to the New World Order. If you were in that situation as one of these Democrats or rhinos, perhaps this is what you'd be doing on purpose, right? You know the country's going to collapse by design. You know they want to roll out their one world government. I guess looting the nation is exactly what you do. But there are people in Congress and the Senate, a few at least, who have a problem with it. Listen to this. Go home and sell your projects. Go home and talk about all the pork you're bringing home. But you're destroying the United States of America. Absolutely destroying this body. The American people did not send us here to do that. My colleagues on the other side of the aisle know that. My colleagues on the other side of the aisle know full well that this body is broken, but do not care. Why don't they care, guys? Well, Salty Cracker sums it up quite nicely. They're turning off your power. They're destroying your supply chains. They're destroying your national sovereignty. They're destroying your wealth. They're destroying your children's future. They're destroying your vote. They're destroying your democracy. They're destroying your actual constitutional republic. They're destroying all of us. That's the whole point. So, guys, like I said, this is all being done by design. Deep freeze, breaks pipes, creates water crisis across the South. I mean, Dane, I'm coming back to you. I've got more to share, by the way, about geoengineering and what's going on in my area specifically. I have some pictures to show. But I I tell you what, man, not only is the looting on, the destruction of our very way of life and our civilization is on. And the Democrats and the rhinos, they don't care because they're in on it. And geoengineering is something we have to focus on in 2023, are they going to bring us to our knees? They're going to be successful in this plan if we don't stop it, Dane. Uh, Certainly, I don't deny the agendas and objectives that are being carried out. I would encourage people to look even further at the wider horizon that the the planet's life support systems are tanking, Sean, and this is not a political issue. Climate engineering has been a major core factor in bringing this about, but not the only factor. Again, we've been very bad stewards of the planet overall, but the severity of what's unfolding right now goes far past economic anything. And they are intentionally, in the case of the winter weather warfare and so many other forms, the the wildfire scenario that we know is completely connected to climate engineering operations and setting the stage for those fires to burn with such ferocity. But no matter what a person's perspective is, politically, or environmentally, these storms are engineered. Winter Storm Elliot, which just occurred, was absolutely engineered. So, Sean, you know how they talk about the Arctic blast, right? This Arctic air. You heard that, right? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. So, so where, where did that Arctic air come from? They high-pressure dome the western U.S. And this is hard science. Ionosphere heaters like HARP are capable of creating atmospheric pressure zones. The science is not disputed. They can heat the ionosphere to extraordinarily high temperatures. That creates a pressure dome in the atmosphere that pushes down on the lower atmosphere. That creates a high-pressure dome. So they block the rain from the western U.S. High-pressure dome spins upper-level winds and thus moisture clockwise around that dome. Picture a pulley spinning clockwise, spins all the moisture around that dome. So previously bypassed the west as they were building up to winter storm 
Elliot, pushed that moisture up through Alaska and rotated around that dome as they're chemically nucleating the cloud moisture the entire time. These are patented processes. They see the clouds with chemically ice nucleating elements, endothermic reacting elements, that's energy absorbing elements. This is the same thing. Ski slopes use these types of elements. Sean, people should think about their first aid kit sits on their shelf for 20 years at room temperature. You mix those chemicals, you have ice. That's what's being done on a scale that's unimaginable. So they cool this air mass down. They push parts of it into Canada. It's a surface layer of air. They push that south with the same atmospheric pressure zone manipulation. They then steer moisture from the record warm Gulf of Mexico up toward this. They combine the two and they have a winter storm. And think about this, Sean. Have you heard the meteorologist lately in recent years, they talk about the warm side of the winter storm and the cold side. Have you heard him say that? No. Anybody who watches Weather Channel or any other uh, of the media, mainstream media presentations, now that is a routine issue that they address. You have a warm side to a winter storm and a cold side. It's meteorologically absurd. And they're simply covering the tracks of the climate engineers as they push this warm moisture up from the record warm Gulf of Mexico, which is the core source of moisture for most of the, quote, winter storms we see now. There's typically an ice storm transition zone between this warm moisture and the actual, quote, snowstorm region as these nucleated materials hit the surface before they set up and freeze. And then beyond that, the process begins to cool down the surface layer and you begin to get these strange looking snowflakes falling. Typically, they can be in many different forms, but they're not the historical snowflake that nature produced. So, again, this is this is absolutely winter weather warfare. Chinese scientists openly announced they were doing this. People can research that. Search Chinese scientists create snowstorm. Fox News covered it. Pop Science, uh, MSNBC, CBS, all of them covered it. And yet people think this is this is some sort of a fringe discussion, which is really, really perplexing to us. Well, I want to show uh, pictures from my area in a second sent to me by a friend named Bree. She lives in my town and uh, the pictures are startling. But uh, how about this? Climate startup Make Sunsets plan to manipulate weather is horrifying scientists. Guys, they're just mainstreaming the information now. Dane knows all about this. I've talked about this stuff with him. But they want to dim the sun. They want to turn off the heat, literally the sun's heat. They want to bring us to our knees, and uh, they're going to get away with it if they're not stopped. Let me show pictures from my area. I think this is relatively unbelievable. These are well. Who could think? I, I, I'm looking at what your your post you're you're on having your screen right now, Sean. And I mean, again, that is, those are shocking images, of which we have from all over the world. Who, who in the world? Who could think that that is simply some sort of uh, benign emission from a jet aircraft? It's literally covering the entire sky. The background from what you're showing right now is is already spread out aerosols, making this hazy layer, but. Uh, it's perplexing to us at geoengineeringwatch.org that anyone could think that that is just some sort of benign consequence from air traffic. Well, again, they're admitting to what they're doing in these mainstream articles. So Make Sunset's founder said the company has already launched reflective particles into the atmosphere, Dane. So they want Here's to dim the sun all in the name of climate change or global warming. Are you kidding me? What a joke. And we know it's a joke. We know they've lied about all the data, the hockey stick data. All of it is a lie. What is it? The IPCC caught in their lies about global warming. Remember Al Gore fear mongering with 20 years ago with a documentary saying, I think at this point, Manhattan should be underwater. According to Al Gore, it's all a lie. 
I would agree with you it's a lie, but in fact, it's far worse than anything Al Gore has stated. And I would I would encourage people to listen. If I could back up, let's let's go over this in point for point. And again, I'm no fan of Al Gore or any environmental group or AOC or any of the rest. They are they're all pushing their own agendas, supporting the companies they claim to be fighting. But real damage has been done to the planet, not just from climate engineering, but from many sources of human activity. Again, I have forests behind me, Sean, that are gone. They're gone. There's nothing but stumps and weeds left. The entire forest has been cut down. And again, if we go back, Sean, do you remember in the 70s, even at, at certain points, they said, we don't know why it's not still warming. Maybe we're entering ice age. You, you've seen that narrative, correct? Yeah. They flipped their narratives so what, to whatever suits so what, them. Yeah. But why was that, though? I mean, they started climate engineering immediately after World War II. Temperatures were going straight up from the heat engine of human activity. And they began climate engineering over the poles, and that had a very profound initial effect. The climate science community, of course, didn't know they were doing that. Not that I have any respect for the so-called climate science community that won't admit to climate engineering. But that initial cooling effect, once the negative consequences began to kick in after the 70s, temperatures began to skyrocket again until 1998, warmest year ever recorded. They really doubled down on climate engineering. And they can and are affecting the temperatures. And that's important to remember, Sean, the reason you, you had me on today was to address this engineered cool down. I think that's the main reason we wanted to focus on. So let's, if I could bring that into the equation, when they do this, when they do what they just did and drop temperatures to extraordinarily lows, very unnatural, they take as many temperature readings as they possibly can. And that skews the temperature data in the opposite direction of what most people want to assume. Most people want to assume that they're skewing the temperature data to make it look warmer, correct? Most people, or many people think that, right? Right. So what we see is an underreporting of high temperatures. We see it all the time. We, we take comparison readings around the country. We see an underreporting, not an overreporting. What I'm saying is that the condition of the planet's life support systems are far worse than any any official disclosure, far worse. And I'm asking people, what we ask them at geoengineeringwatch.org, whatever your perspective is on the climate, how can we have any legitimate discussion of the state of the climate? How can we have any legitimate conclusion without addressing climate engineering first and foremost? And if they can, in fact, and they are engineering these massive cool downs, it's not just here. Japan is having record snow right now as well. In fact, I, I think there's uh, several dozen fatalities already. Moscow, same thing. These countries that have air fleets of tankers and resources are chemically nucleating their moisture. That creates the perception of winter, extreme winter weather that people assume is natural when it's not. What do we have coming for the East Coast now after this massive freeze? We have not only a, a, an extreme rebound in temperatures, we have record warm temperatures now are scheduled to be in many of these areas. So what I'm stating to people, again, I, I know that there are agendas being carried out. The carbon credit scenario is nonsense. It's, it's a complete fraud. We have these climate science people showing up in private jets or, or these so-called environmentalists showing up in their private jets to the international climate conferences. That's massive hypocrisy. And they are carrying out agendas, but that doesn't mean damage has not been done. And, and I'm asking people to, again, focus on the fact that we have to expose climate engineering before we can have any legitimate discussion on the climate issue itself. And the whole premise 
by the way, for blocking the sun, Sean, as you know, solar radiation management is to deflect some of the sun's incoming thermal energy. That's the stated premise. And we know from the most recent and extensive science study that not only does that not create long-term cooling, it actually worsens the warming of the planet. So why are they doing this? Because it's a weapon. It's a covert weapon of war. They can control food supplies, thus control populations. We now have, as of about two weeks ago, more acknowledgement from the science community and airline in industry that their aircraft trails are worse than CO2. No surprise for us at geoengineeringwatch.org, as we've always stated, climate engineering operations can create short-term, highly toxic cooldowns like Winter Storm Elliot that we just saw at the cost of an even worse overall warming. So again, I, I'm only asking that for us at geoengineeringwatch.org, we acknowledge that we have done real damage to the planet, including and especially including climate intervention operations. That's a human activity, right, John? It is. And uh, as I discussed with you, I think the last time you were on, uh, this uh, tweet resonates with me. Update. 29 straight days of no sun whatsoever in Michigan. Now, I grew up in Wisconsin, as did my friend Marty Leeds, who I've had on many times. And I don't remember when I grew up in Wisconsin, Dane, there being 29 days of weather like this. But now I live in Minnesota and we see stuff like this too. We'll go 10, 12, 14 days with cloud cover like this, which I'm telling you, man, not only is it depressing, you lose all your access to vitamin D. It's so dystopian, Dane. The whole thing is just so dystopian. It's a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. And what you're describing is the hallmark of solar radiation management operations. Again, that name uh, is gives the issue much more dignity than it deserves. It's simply weather warfare. What we're seeing right now is, and we're seeing the same conditions here, Sean. I am off the grid, as you know. My home is the cover of the world's largest renewable energy magazine. I have solar, wind, and hydro. That's my background. And I can't produce power now because climate engineering, and think about this paradox, this hypocrisy for the so-called climate science community, the so-called environmental community, pushing climate engineering as if it's not already going on. And the article that you referenced earlier, by the way, of that company that claims to be putting particles in the atmosphere, simply smoke and mirrors. That's all it is. That is designed to make people think they're just beginning to experiment with this when in reality, it's been going on for 75 years. And when they're talking about putting a few pounds of particles in the atmosphere with this balloon, we have tankers dumping 100 tons of nanoparticles per payload. We have tens of millions of tons of particles being sprayed into our skies annually right now. And they're pretending that they're just going to start experimenting with this as if it's not already going on. Back to the renewable energy situation is not renewable, by the way, as we've discussed in previous broadcasts. It's simply a fossil fuel extension. Uh, there's so many downsides to so-called renewable energy that uh, it's certainly not anything close to what it's being pushed as. But global Geoengineering operations reduce all three primary forms of alternative energy, solar, wind, and hydro. You just described your skies. So obviously solar energy doesn't produce in those skies, period. You might get 5% of your normal production when you have skies like you just described. It's almost worthless because they're affecting convection with these sprayed canopy covers. That affects wind flow. So now we're seeing a condition called global stilling. There's literally what is scientifically termed wind droughts. And yes, there's horrific winds in some places that are highly sensationalized, but overall, I'm talking about an overall scenario, there are wind droughts, which means the wind turbines, not that they're great anyway, 
but they're producing even less. And hydropower, Sean, you know, you've heard the stories about Glen Canyon Dam and Hoover Dam, Lake Mead, Lake Powell, how the, the water were almost a Deadpool. You know that, right? That's right. We talked about that last time. Mm-hmm. We did. So no hydropower. So again, here we have the same people pushing these forms of energy are also pushing climate engineering, which completely decimates all three forms of this alternative energy. So uh, again, there is more than enough hypocrisy to go around in the, in the gravity of what's unfolding. And that's what I can't stress enough. What, Whatever other concerns or causes we are devoting our time to, if you will, if we don't deal with this, all that becomes moot. Climate engineering is destroying the life support systems of the planet, contaminating every breath we take, toxifying our soils and waters. We're not going to be around much longer, Sean, if it continues. And Dane, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm going off memory here, but didn't the Rothschilds and the powers that ought not be come up with some sort of climate betting stock market thing where they can bet on what the climate's going to do. It's weather wars, right? But they can bet on the weather wars. They can make derivative bets on the weather wars. And in my view, because they know what they're doing, they can bet that there was going to be a deep freeze across the United States on Christmas and profit from those bets. Do I have that right? Absolutely. You have it completely right. You're absolutely completely on target. Weather trading derivatives. So we have the foxes running the hen house they run the casino and the the disaster capitalists and i would compare them as i I have in the past to to pirates on the deck of a sinking ship filling their pockets with loot not going to do them much good for much longer but yes we, we literally have that scenario they are they are gaming the system as they control the weather on crop production and everything else but again with the trajectory we're on, none of that will matter for much longer. And and that's, I, I can't drive that home to people enough, no matter what their political stripe, no matter what their, their views of the world. These programs are pounding the nails into our collective coffins by the day. And even as I say at geoengineeringwatch.org often, this is the greatest and most immediate threat we collectively face short of nuclear cataclysm. But even in that arena, climate engineering is also determining our near-term fate. It's destroying the protective layers of the atmosphere, starting with the ozone layer. That leaves us very susceptible to a coronal mass ejection, so uh, solar flare or CME. And that will shut down grids around the globe, as is the winter weather warfare is doing, as you just described earlier. If we have nuclear plants that can't cool themselves, we're going to have a whole lot of Fukushima's game over. And so, again, from every conceivable direction, what they're doing in our skies is determining our near-term collective fate. Well, Dan, let me do another screen share here. I had Twitter up. I'm just scrolling through. If you type into Twitter, even when you don't have a Twitter account anymore, I've been suspended. You can still type in keywords like geoengineering. So I'm on that geoengineering thread. And this person gets it right. They've been geoengineering for 75 years, like you just said. And obviously, they're a fan of yours because they keep linking to your stuff. Stop stratospheric aerosol injection of aluminum, barium, strontium, mercury oxide, coal fly ash, polymers, and surfactants. So here's my question, Dane. As we look at these metallic skies and we think about geoengineering, I personally am not advocating this be done by Americans or those in Alaska, but I'm pretty proud of the Brazilians who did this to a harp facility they located in the rainforest.
There's a lot going on in Brazil right now as the Marxist candidate who stole the election prepares to take office. Meanwhile, the military is said to be standing with Bolsonaro. Guys, what's going on in Brazil, we need to pay very close attention to because it's exactly what's coming here. Look no further than Maricopa County, where the judge just threw out the lawsuit, Kerry Lake's lawsuit, and handed the governorship to a Soros candidate, Katie Hobbs. So anyway, the point I was trying to make by showing that, Dane, is they're electrifying the skies, and one wonders if that's not what they need to do to make HARP even more effective. I had not seen that video before, and that is it's very fascinating to see them rebelling against these weapons of mass destruction, and that's exactly what they are. That's what an ionosphere heater is. The, the threat they pose to all of us can't be overstated. As you correctly mentioned earlier, Sean, that this changing of the narrative from global warming to climate change, you're completely correct. That's what it was, an altering of the narrative to cover the tracks of the climate engineers. When did we see that term implemented? As I mentioned earlier, when the negative effects of climate engineering began to truly manifest, and in 1998, we had the warmest year ever recorded up to that point in time, what did the geoengineers do? They doubled down. It doesn't matter how much consequence their programs cause the only thing they know how to do is double down and they did so in, in 98 they continue to ramp the programs up even now they're not about to let go of this weapon of mass destruction this covert tool of the power structure that they can bring populations to their knees without the populations ever even knowing they're under assault but that's when the climate change term was implemented because they knew they would be causing these radical temperature and weather whiplash scenarios just like what's happening right now again we're going to go from the deep freeze to record warm temperatures along much of the eastern half of the country and they needed a term that would convince people oh that's just part of global warming no it's not it's part of climate engineering that's what's causing that type of whiplash scenario temperature and weather whiplash so yes they do alter the narrative as they go and if you watch the paid actors at institutions like the Weather Channel, their job is to cover the tracks of the climate engineers to try to explain away how it can start snowing at 40 degrees, why it's snowing at all at 40 degrees, and, and how you can have 75 degree temperature swings in, in a matter of hours. So you see these institutions, all of them owned by matrix entities like BlackRock and, and other sources like that. Their job is to cover the tracks of the climate engineers by trying to convince the population that these increasingly radical situations are natural when they're anything but. Can I ask you something? This patch, Please. this patch on this man's shoulder that he proudly displays right there, is that legit? I would argue no. I would argue that this, this is the kind of thing that is put out to completely alienate the, the climate science community so that there's a the maximum possible divide between those that are trying to report data from alternative media sources and, and the climate science community or the science community as a whole or the environmental communities, when they see things like that, they, they run for cover. They won't listen to another word. And that serves those in power very well. When Can I we ask have you something though about that? I'm sorry to interrupt, but please, let's just stay in this for please, one second sure. because I don't know who John sure. O'Looney is, but this is evidently an actual pilot sitting in the cockpit of an actual airliner. 
holding up a patch. Now the gas mask here, this is the part that throws me off unless they're flying at high altitude and they don't have pressurization. That makes no sense. Um, but that does appear to be a real patch. So I wonder, is this Photoshopped? Is it meant to put a turd in the punch bowl so people ignore geoengineering and only call it chemtrails? Because I think chemtrails are real. We get into the weeds here. It's really confusing, isn't it? Well, we do. I mean, that's that's what those in power want. They, we're playing chess. We need to learn how to play well. And so, you know, back to the chemtrails term. Yes, very descriptive term. No doubt, fine for personal conversations, but we're back to the chess game. Certain pieces are better for certain chess moves, if you will. And using the science terms keeps us from being instantly marginalized. If you use the chemtrails term in any senator's office or or governor's office or media, they will immediately knee-jerk, pass you a, a scripted piece of paper that says that chemtrails has been debunked, you know, on and on. If you use the geoengineering terms, solar radiation management, stratospheric aerosol injection, they can't do that to you. And, and so again, we're back to the chess game. Semantics do matter. Uh, this is this is a trial of sorts, and we, we need to, again, maneuver well. So uh, I'm not condemning the term in personal conversations at all, but I'm saying we, we need to uh, have a strategy, if you will, and, and to follow that strategy. And that's why geoengineeringwatch.org has contacts with Air Force, uh, the former Canadian Minister of Defense who was in the dimming. We have presidential uh, cabinet members. Uh, we've, we've made a lot of ground behind the scenes. We've gained a lot of ground in this fight because of adhering to terms that they know won't get them marginalized. Does that make sense, Sean? Do you remember, you may have seen a, an Arizona Senator, Kelly, I can't think of her last name. She went to a meeting in Kingman, Arizona, and they called it the Kim Trails meeting. So they called her Kim Trails Kelly yeah. and completely marginalized her. Do you remember that? Yeah, I don't remember that specifically, but they use it a lot like the term Jewish. You can't criticize anybody that does anything nefarious if they're Jewish, evidently, because then suddenly you're anti-Semitic. So I think it's a weaponization of language. It is to a degree. And again, I'm only saying I'm not agreeing with the marginalization of the term. I'm just saying that we are playing chess. We need to remember that. So if we if we know the playing field and we play well, we can outmaneuver them and if we stick to the science terms, that's better. And again, engineering is a far too dignified a term for what's happening in our skies. I mean, spraying tens of millions of tons of toxic elements into the skies is simply insanity. And that's a more appropriate term for what's occurring. But uh, if we can push it to light, if we can push this issue to the full light of day, if people understand that uh, that they are steering cyclonic rotations like Ian and Nicole, uh, that no, no matter how those storms formed, and that's another subject, they are definitely steering the storms. We recorded it at geoengineeringwatch.org. If people understand that these massive winter weather events that are completely sensationalized, Sean, and, and, and you see that, right? You, you can see if you're watching any of the mainstream media that they're following the same script using the same terms. Have you noticed that? Yeah, I have. And by the way, the mainstream horror media has covered up the assassination of John F. Kennedy for how many years? When was he murdered? 1963, 64? I mean... It, these people are in the pocket of the powers that ought not be. So thank God that now whistleblowers who have read the uh, secret CIA documents relating to the assassination of John F. Kennedy, a whistleblower came out and told Tucker Carlson the CIA was absolutely involved in the murder of our dear president. And that was the hijacking of our nation. If you think the 2020 stolen election was bad, go back to the murder of our dear president, John F. Kennedy. Completely agree. And how can how can 
any significant population or percentage of the population not see that. I was, I remember being in about 1970 something. I was, I remember I was eight years old the first time I saw that film and I watched it. It really captured my attention. I was with my parents and I asked them, how can you get shot from behind and your head flies backward? Yeah. I saw that at eight years old. I recognized that something was wrong. And my parents, I, I'm sorry to say, uh, seemed to want to support the official narrative that the authorities had it all figured out. And and that didn't work for me. And I remember that moment at eight years old. And how can the population not figure that out at this point and go on about their lives? How can they not figure out that buildings don't just fall down at 9-11? That, that no, in the history of steel structure high rises, none have ever collapsed from fire that day three did as you know one never got hit by anything how can american population just go on about their lives pretending that that was what they were told it was and and again we live we're between the hammer and the anvil sean we're between a clinically and criminally insane power structure and a population that i'm sorry to say is all too often and all too many subjects um, completely oblivious to put it mildly Guys, just a quick break here with a word from our sponsor. Well, 2022 has shown us what might be coming in the future, and it's more inflation and possibly a very, very bad recession. It's time to take action, and despite the fact that any investment can lose money and past performance is no indication of future results, a precious metals IRA using tax-advantaged gold and silver to keep inflation at bay might just be what you need to give yourself protection from financial nightmares. And you'll get a stunning free three-ounce Silver American Virtue coin when you open up a qualifying IRA account this month. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. So call 877-646-5347 to find out more or just visit noblegoldinvestments.com. The link is directly below. And a population that I'm sorry to say is all too often and all too many subjects um, completely oblivious to put it mildly yeah no i agree with you there's a certain percentage of the population that will believe anything they're told from the government and the mainstream media because we've experienced that in our own families with the covid vaccine the bioweapon some people cling to the official story bitterly they do not want to hear anything that runs contrary to the official story they actually believe that albert borla and pfizer who colluded with the FDA to bury the documents for 55 years, cares more about them than I do and than you do and that uh, whistleblowing doctors do. So it's pure insanity. Literally, it's insanity. It's brainwashing. These people have been gaslit to the point where they can't think straight anymore. And so, by the way, let's just play this. Susie Gibbons, I don't know who that is. I don't know if this blonde woman here on TikTok is Susie Gibbons. But anyway, they write, and lying parasite James Shaw, Minister of Climate Change in New Zealand, says... There's no such thing as geoengineering of the weather, except in Saudi Arabia, where they seed clouds. Well, he fooled all of his mask-wearing greenie followers, but not me. Guys, I haven't played this. Let's listen. Okay, so we've all seen these, right? We've all seen this in the sky. Most of us are like, what is going on? Well, there's this website, the Geoengineering International Interactive Map. It's at maps.geoengineeringmonitor.org. You can see the web address there. 
here you have a map of the world. You can see all the projects that are going on. And on the right hand side, it has all of the different classifications for these experiments or projects that they're doing. Here we have solar radiation management. And right here, the canceled, completed, ongoing, planned, whatever they're doing. 10 ongoing. This one, weather modification 59. And in other, they have 275 ongoing, 18 planned, 243 of them are major research projects. Like always, do your own research. Guys, sorry about that hot mix. I'm not the one who added the music there. But uh, Dane, it just really begs the question, and I think the answer is obvious, so it's a rhetorical question. Is this all about depopulation? Is there any aspect of this at all? that's pro-human. I can't see one upside to it at all. You're completely correct. There is no benevolence in what's happening in our skies whatsoever. It's about power and control, period. And to weave this all together of the planetary asylum we live in, how can there be an entire medical industry, a whole medical community, so-called experts that don't know even before the COVID vax that don't know injecting aluminum and mercury into your system is going to do harm. Those are neurotoxins. And yet they pretend that it's, that that was safe and effective. Now we had the MRNA vaccination that, I mean, how much more data do we need? How many people need to drop dead before those that are in such deep denial, as you mentioned, continue to cling to that, uh, willful blindness and back to what's happening in our skies it is profound to me that we live in a world with eight billion people the vast majority of which can't seem to make out what's happening in our skies can't seem to decipher that something's radically wrong you could light the sky on fire and most people sean wouldn't notice they wouldn't think anything of it and so again uh, this is a recipe for near-term planetary omnicide and I can only hope that that changes, that we reach the 100th monkey, if you will, because we are on the fast track. And I, I want to state this. I know this is a bitter pill to swallow. We are on the fast track for extremely near-term extinction of not only our species, but likely all life on Earth. And, and that I know that that doesn't go down well for most people. I'm saying if we stay on this trajectory, that is where we will end up. That's a mathematical and statistical certainty. And I ask people to look at statistics we have right now today today we have a 90 percent crash in plankton in the atlantic ocean proved by a peer-reviewed science study other oceans are in a similar condition if we lose the plankton we're done we have an 80 to 90 percent decline in global insect populations terrestrial and aquatic we lose the insects we're done trees all over the globe we're down about 60 percent right now the trees that are remaining are largely dead or dying, but we're seeing a complete die-off of the fir tree forests in the Pacific Northwest. It's staggering, Sean, absolutely staggering. They're literally falling down all over the forest. We lose the trees, we're done. Ozone layer, geoengineering, single greatest causal factor, not hairspray cans, climate engineering. That's, again, CFCs are bad in hairspray cans, but that is an absolute drop in the, the bucket compared to what climate engineering is doing. No ozone layer, we're done. And we are looking at the potential for functional ozone layer collapse in as little as 24 months. That means you can't grow food anymore. All of these factors converging at once. Now let's add ionizing radiation. We have Fukushima, we have Chernobyl. That's going to melt down again. The sarcophagus is disintegrating. We have another de 
nuclear cover up in the South Seas from the nuclear detonations there, a repository that's disintegrating. We have 440 new plants around the world that are going to go into meltdown. It takes two to three decades to shut them down. When society collapses, we don't have anyone there to shut them down. More meltdowns. And we're building 60 more nuke plants right now. Sean, is our species sane? Does our species seem to be behaving as if it wants to remain long? And we're looking at near-term extinction this decade, Sean. And, and I know that that seems completely unreal to people because Walmart's open, McDonald's selling burgers, mainstream TV is pushing January 6th and all the complete circus scripted idiocy they push. That doesn't seem real to people, does it, Sean? Do, I mean, think about what I just said, and I'm interested in your commentary on it. That sounds completely preposterous to people, doesn't it? But look, but consider the figures I just stated. And what do you think about that? Well, I think we're in upside down world, and that's what Luciferians do. They invert everything. They want us to call evil good and good evil. And this is spiritual warfare, but it's also World War III. It's quiet weapons for quiet wars, Right. This is invisible to most people, Dane, because the mainstream horror CIA mockingbird media is in on the cover-up. So while we endure engineered drought and flooding, while we endure GMO crops and GMO food, while we endure a bioweapon MRA vaccine and a tainted blood supply, while we endure Agenda 2030 and the ban of affordable energy and Agenda 2030 and the ban of private farming and bioengineered fake meat, you should eat insects in a world where the World Economic Forum says you will own nothing, Dane. That's the reality that the mainstream horror media will never share with the American people. I agree. They, do, they are pushing that exact agenda. First, how are we going to eat insects when there are none? And, and next, again, I would argue with all these agendas and the division that they're intentionally causing in society on so many fronts – with outrageous issues that they cover on mainstream media TV to drive wedges into populations, to distract the populations from the fact that we are hurling toward near-term collapse. We're, we're the occupants of a car going 100 miles an hour, five feet from impact into a concrete wall. You can put the brakes on all you want. We're going to hit at this point. And they are trying to distract populations until the last possible moment and the the Danger here is that as populations begin to wake up, those in power become even more dangerous. And will they then disperse something like Ebola or Marburg in the aerial spraying operations that are already fully deployed, already likely dispersing many different variations of pathogen? Will they put something much more lethal in that mix and level the playing field overnight? Well, let me ask you one last question here. I know this isn't the sunniest conversation we've ever had, Dane, but uh, it's the reality that people cannot get from CNN or the Washington Post. So this winter storm, Elliot, first tell us, and I think you kind of did in the beginning of the interview, but we've covered a lot here. A, how did they accomplish this? I mean, 20 degree temperatures in Southern Florida. And how are they going to predict this? I think they want us to believe they're omniscient. These weathermen, oh, they're just so brilliant because now they can predict that we're going to have this incredible warming event happen in the first week of January? How did they accomplish this freeze? By the way, they were finding people frozen to death in their cars in Buffalo. Oh, and by the way, I wanted to tell you this, Dane. If you want to see what the future looks like, friends, look no further than the looting in Buffalo and compare and contrast that to the New York City blackout in 2003, which was peaceful, largely peaceful. They've engineered the empathy out of this society, and that's by design too, Dane. 
Uh, I, I agree wholeheartedly, Sean. I mean, they've, they've been working on that for a very long time and have been very successful at it. In regard to the cool down, again, in, in the map that you're, you've shown with the, the deep blue and purples there that show the cool areas, most of the rest of the northern hemisphere was red when that map was taken at above normal temperatures. So we have this anomalous cool down zone. Again, high pressure dome over the west, sending moisture up through Alaska. They chemically nuclear that moisture, and that creates a cold, dense layer of the ground. Sean, you can feel this when you're outside, and, and I live in a remote location, so I can hear the jets above the cloud canopy. And they it sounds like a parade of jets, in fact, when they're doing this. And that cold air descends to the surface. It feels like someone opened the freezer door. The temperatures might drop 10 or 15 degrees as that nucleated air sinks to the ground. And people should consider when they go into a market, Sean, you've seen you go into a meat market or something, you have this open freezer, no top on it, but everything's frozen in there because that cold air sits in that basin, right? Right. So let's, let's look at where they focus a lot of these efforts, Denver, Colorado, because Denver is in a basin. So that's where they really sensationalize the headline. We, we've seen Denver the last three or four springs go from literally last year, it went from 85 degree all-time record high to nine degrees in a matter of hours. This year it went from 51 degrees to 24 below. But this cold dense layer of air may only be a few hundred or a thousand feet deep. Above that, the temperatures rise again radically. That's historically, meteorologically wrong. But that's what climate engineering creates. So they can create these surface cooldowns that are temporary and toxic. What happens after? Climate engineering, again, damaging the planet's life support systems, the hydrological cycle, the ozone layer. It is triggering feedback mechanisms on the planet that are, that are causing severe heating that's going to get worse fast. So let's, let's look at methane. I ask your, your listeners, Sean, and, and this is a good screenshot to show if you can pull it up. Search Siberian methane craters. Oh, I've seen those, that's, yeah. So that's methane exploding from the tundra, from the seafloor. It's been happening for decades. That's what's happened in the Bermuda Triangle. There you go. Perfect. That looks like a nuclear bomb hit right there. But the methane covers the planet like a layer of glass. And this is where the climate science community is again lying, but not in the direction people think. The climate science community says methane is 20 times more potent than CO2 as a greenhouse gas, but that's over a 100-year time horizon. Over a 10-year time horizon, methane is 120 times more potent a greenhouse gas. And by the way, the production of solar panels that we're told is so wonderful for the planet, hexafluorophthalene used in the production of solar panels is 17,000 times more potent than CO2 as a greenhouse gas. And that's not a made-up figure. So again, we have so much hypocrisy, so much lying going on. But the bottom line is planets definitely damaged, climate engineering making it worse by the day. We, we have to stop these operations or mathematically, statistically, we are done in the near, near term. And those in power are trying to distract populations to the last possible moment. Sean, with everything we've discussed in this broadcast, if you've watched any mainstream TV, you wouldn't have any idea. A person wouldn't have any idea that any of this is going on, would they? No, they wouldn't. But uh, riddle me this. This is interesting that this is in this little uh, Chinese uh, news clip I'm playing here. Over 100 countries have pledged to cut methane emissions at the COP26 summit on November 2nd. Um, you know, they'll preach to us all day long that carbon dioxide is the real criminal, gas that needs to be stopped so we can't have access to affordable fuels. We can't have access to single family homes. 
We can't have access to gasoline-powered cars. This is literally what they're phasing out in California. You're not going to get to drive a gasoline-powered car anymore, friends. That's United Nations Agenda 2030. Is this not also part of that anti-human plan, though, to cut methane emissions? I hear everything you're saying, but is that not also part of the strategy to bring us to our knees and deindustrialize us? It is, and this is where the equation becomes complex. Again, I, I completely agree with you. This whole notion of switching to EV vehicles, the electric vehicles, is is ludicrous. I mean, they're, you're plugging it into a charge station that gets power from a coal-fired power plant. You're having third-world child laborers produce the minerals necessary for the batteries, and it, it's it's just another form of insanity. Neither scenario is going to allow us to continue surviving on this planet. And that's that's the difficult part of the equation. It's not a this or that equation where where one side is is more correct or sustainable. They're both insane. They're both recipes for near-term omnicide. And about COP27 and about the conferences and even the earlier conferences in Copenhagen and Cancun, what do we see during the COP27 conference this year? We saw a coast-to-coast cooldown of the U.S. Literally, it was the only blue below normal region in the entire Northern Hemisphere during the conference. That's a demonstration of climate engineering. Those conferences are not meant to change business as usual. They are meant to pretend they're doing something about the problem while behind the scenes, countries are being colluded, pressured, threatened into cooperating with climate engineering operations. We saw the same thing at the Copenhagen and Cancun conferences. There were record cold temperatures at the conference, at the time of the conference, in spite of above normal temperatures in all surrounding areas, that's a demonstration of climate engineering to those in attendance. So behind closed doors, those conferences are about climate engineering, nothing else to keep business as usual until the last possible moment. So again, while they're the cow flatulence thing, Sean, right? You hear that about methane. We got to, we have to stop eating hamburgers and because of the cow flatulence, right? Yeah. You, and that that angers people. Okay, that's and that's what it's meant to do. It, they don't talk about the fact that oh, we have these massive methane blowouts that are exponentially more dire than all the livestock. Now, the, cutting down forests to grow cows—that's definitely a problem. But as far as comparing the cow flatulence with these methane blowouts, there is no comparison. The, the methane blowouts from the tundra and the sea floor uh, are exponentially more massive than anything the livestock could produce. But but media doesn't talk about that because people might take it seriously then and they're not. So again, there's lots of deception here. All we're asking people to do at geoengineeringwatch.org, starting with the dimming, our, our groundbreaking documentary on climate engineering, you start with a tool that is credible and well-researched. That's what we tried to produce. We produced it at no cost. We, we put it out and it cost us. I mean, we're, we're way into six figures producing that film, but we put it out for free the moment it was done. That's what we're about at geoengineeringwatch.org, stopping what's happening in our skies, allowing the planet to respond on its own to the damage done. That would at least buy us some time. And I would argue, Sean, that's worth fighting for. So we're encouraging people to consider taking the steps that you can actually uh, move this fight forward with, sharing that link with environmental organizations, elected officials, the link to the dimming documentary, um, media sources, that will help us to move this fight forward. And if we can expose this issue, Sean, we have a chance of stopping it from the inside out. If we can do that and allow the planet to respond, we could at least buy time. 
All right. Well, I'm going to ask you one last question here. How in the world do we do that in a nation where Maricopa County attorney Tom Liddy appeared to lie in court under oath and then changed his story on day two of Carrie Lake's trial? Let me scroll up top because these people, they don't care. They're all in on their tyranny and their treason because Maricopa County and Katie Hobbs is now seeking more than $500,000 for Hillary attorney Mark Elias in sanctions for Carrie Lake and her lawyers. So, They can lie in court. They can steal and rig elections. And in this case, Maricopa County Superior Court Judge Peter Thompson threw out the lawsuit, said there was no malfeasance in Maricopa County. Everybody's vote got properly counted, according to him. And now they're coming after Carrie Lake and forcing her to pay sanctions. They want her to pay sanctions for trying to contest a clearly rigged election. How in the world do we take our nation back? And by the way, a $1.7 trillion looting of the Treasury. The only chance we have is for people to realize that they're literally fighting for their lives at this point, to not be distracted by all those issues that the controllers are manipulating right now to divide and to divide and distract populations. We have to do this at the grassroots level, Sean. That's why we spend at geoengineeringwatch.org. We're, we're up sometimes till 12 or 1 in the morning packing materials, our, our printed information materials that we distribute for at or less than our cost to try to give people the tools they need to wake those around them. And if we can reach a critical mass of awareness so that those participating, including our military personnel, our military brothers and sisters, which are a huge part of this, they're being told they're doing something benevolent, something for the greater good with the climate engineering operations that couldn't be further from the truth, as you correctly stated earlier. If we can push this issue to light so the populations all over the globe understand that they've been subjected to an experiment from which there is no return without their knowledge or their consent, one would only imagine at that point that a population, again, that knows it's fighting for their lives, for the lives of their children, would take to the streets with their proverbial pitchforks and torches and look for anyone and everyone involved with the programs or helping to cover them up. There would be legal and moral accountability. If we can reach that tipping point we would have a chance of stopping these programs from the inside out. And again, I'm not saying if we do that, that our lives are going to go on as normal. They are not. I cannot stress that enough, that we are going to hit the wall soon. We have to expose these programs before that happens so we have a chance of stopping them before we have no more ability to to do so. So I'm only asking people to look at the data to consider the ramifications of total insect population die-off, total plankton die-off, loss of the ozone layer, contamination of every single breath we take. And and, and consider that, Sean, it's aside from everything else we discussed today. If we can't breathe without sucking up aluminum, barium, strontium, manganese, polymer fibers, graphene, and elements that are incredibly toxic by themselves, when you combine them, you have synergistic toxicity, which can we know in the case of mercury and aluminum from peer-reviewed study, you combine those two elements, the toxicity increases by 10,000%. That's a hundred times worse. Now you add in all the other elements, it's a wonder any of us are even walking and talking at this point. And now we know with polymer fibers and graphene, they're used for biological carriers for the military industrial complex. They can carry a pathogen from the cloud to the ground. We don't know what we're breathing, Sean. Aside from everything else we discussed, that scenario I just described, is that not a fight for life by itself? Yeah, 100%. And by the way, guys, the images I'm showing here from geoengineeringwatch.org, 
these are flyers. These are handouts that you can purchase at cost, essentially. Uh, Dane, you do this as a labor of love. I know that to be true. You're probably losing money on printing this stuff up. But I just want you to know, as we went through the Twitter geoengineering thread, you've inspired just about all of those people to be vocal, to be activists. But man, do we have a long way to go and the hour's late. I mean, we're in the 11th hour here. I mean, we might be two minutes to midnight. And you know how they fearmonger on that with World War III and all that, two minutes to midnight? We're at two minutes to midnight as it pertains to our survival on this planet because they are destroying our life support systems by design. They are, and we're allowing it. And back to the progress we've made in this battle, Sean, I would use the word we. We have made progress. Without voices like yours in this battle, uh, we would not gained this kind of ground. So I'm, I'm immensely grateful to you, to all your followers for standing with us in this battle. And those in power are actually discussing right now openly that they may consider a nuclear exchange to put enough particulate matter in the air to mitigate what's happening on our planet. If they do that to mitigate the warming, to create a volcanic winter scenario, a nuclear winter scenario. If they do that, we're done. Game over immediately. But that's how insane they are. They're actually openly discussing that. We're, so we're not dealing with sanity in any way, shape, or form. But again, I would argue, instead of letting this overwhelm a person, you have to remember what's within your control, what's not. When you pass on printed material with an image on it, that's worth a thousand words, as the proverb goes. When people look at satellite photographs that are so shocking, you don't need to know anything about meteorology. When you look at some of the satellite images we've been able to capture, it, it is so shockingly wrong and unnatural that it leaves an impression on a person that this is absolutely going on. And, and you can start to wake that person up so that they realize that they've been lied to and that we are, in fact, in a near-term fight for life. And then if that expands, let's, let's take, the, Sean, the, the mathematical equation. I, I know I've given that before, but uh, as a reminder... If, if you share credible data with two people on the first day of a 30-day month and those two with two more on the second day and two each, and that goes on for 30 days, that's five and a half million. We could push this issue to light. If we do, again, shockwave around the world, it would change everything. If populations knew their governments were either actively or passively supporting this, it's an overturning of the current paradigm. It has to happen. It's going to happen one way or the other. What's left to be determined is who will do the overturning. Will it be populations or the controllers? Right. And that's up to us. And those in power, and this is important, I'll leave it with this. Those in power could not do what they do without the active or passive support of the majority population. That, that must change. Guys, you can get 100 flyers and a 20-page full-color booklet and a DVD for 29 bucks, 8 bucks shipping, $37. Go to FedEx, guys, and price out what it would cost you to print out 100 full-color flyers in a 20-page full-color booklet. This is the type of stuff you can put on bulletin boards at the grocery store, at the health club, in the mailboxes of neighbors. This is the information that people need to understand if we're going to rally the troops and bring these people to justice. One final screen share. Guys, I know I see in the comments, I read the comments, stop embracing the false right-left paradigm. I just want to say for the record one more time, I think there's a gigantic difference between Democrats and rhinos that are in the same group and mega candidates. Now, I'm not under the delusion or the illusion that it's going to be easy to save our republic. We need some branches of the government to do their part. And maybe the final chance we have, our final hope, 
are, the miracle we need is for the Supreme Court of the United States to debate this case and do what they need to do regarding what happened on January 6th, 2020, when treason was committed against our nation because rhinos and Democrats refused to hear the evidence of the stolen election. They committed treason and abdication of their responsibilities by doing so in certifying a fraudulent election. Now, evidently, this debate will be had on January 6th of 2023. It's a Hail Mary with three seconds left on the clock, guys. But we need the Supreme Court to hear this case and do the right thing and boot out those who committed treason. The name of the lawsuit, guys, we've talked about this many times before, Brunson v. Adams. Boy, I'm coming back to you, Dane. I know I'm grasping at straws here, but I need to wake up every day and at least believe that our cup is half full. At face value, the horizon looks dim indeed. But I would argue again, we're only responsible to do our part, to play our part in the play, to man the post at which our maker has placed us. And if we do that, the story ends well, no matter what happens. If we can take our last, last breath knowing that we did everything we could to play our part in this drama, I would argue that that, that is a solace that can't be taken from us. And and as you thank you for pointing out the tools that we do offer. And I want to, those flyers, for example, that you showed, Sean, that's 100 pound paper printed two sides. If you went into FedEx to get a copy of that done, the single copy would cost you two or three bucks. And, and we're, we're giving 100 with those. We print massive quantities, we pass it on at less than our cost. And we're, we're our, my only goal, my only goal, and for starting Geoengineering Watch and doing everything I'm doing, I live for the day to see the planet freed from this insanity, to see those exposed who are part of this insanity, which is all the same people doing many of the other things that you're discussing here. Same people, same core group. It all goes back to the money printers, ultimately, those who control the central bankers, controlling everything else. But so many people willing to do whatever they're told, Sean, for a paycheck and a pension, aren't they? Total moral bankruptcy of our so-called society. So many willing to participate, again, either actively or passively, and that's wrong, including spiritual institutions, so-called spiritual institutions, with pastors that are hiding behind pulpits to protect their 501c3 nonprofits <coughs> that won't address the truth, let alone do anything about it. And we have populations willing to warm a pew with their backside and do nothing because that's what their pastor is telling them to do, nothing, because that's what the controller, the controllers who, who pass out the 501c3 profits, nonprofits prophets are telling the pastors to do. So again, all of this must change. We're here for a reason. We need to remember that in everything we do. What do we want to be found doing, Sean? I'll leave it at this. What do we want to be found doing when we take our last breath? Something for the whole, something that would our maker would want us to be doing or doing nothing? Which is it? Well, that's right. Complacency will get us nothing. And uh, we know what it gets us. It gets us stolen elections and it gets us geoengineered skies and geoengineered food and vaccines. And it is a plot to destroy humanity. Dane, thanks again for everything you do. And thanks for coming on in short notice to talk about Winter Storm Elliot. We really do appreciate you. Thank you, Sean. And I encourage people to want to know more about that. Go to geoengineeringwatch.org, search the engineering winter section and learn about ice nucleation and the engineering of these storms. Shocking data, shocking evidence. Same thing with engineering drought. Same thing with engineering wildfires, all sections there at geoengineeringwatch.org. Our sole purpose is to push this issue to the light of day. God bless you, Dane. I want to say my goodbyes, friends. And then you know how I normally play a clip from my last interview at the very, very end of these things? Stay tuned because under the credits area really here is going to be a comment from Mike Adams about geoengineering. 
Dane, thanks so much. Thank you, Sean. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in. Again, a Merry Christmas to you and yours. And I pray for a happier New Year in 2023. But to get that, it's going to take a lot of activism and a lot of courage. So spread the word, friends. God bless you and yours. And for real news every single day, visit us directly at sgtreport.com. Bye-bye. They despise aquatic ecosystems. They think that the earth should be more frozen, more lifeless, inhospitable, because plants don't grow in ice, by the way, right? To have plants grow, you have to have liquid water. So the climate cultists want all the water locked up into ice where plants can't get it. They want a frozen, dead planet. And in order to achieve that, they need to engage in terraforming. They also want to eliminate carbon dioxide from the atmosphere. And that's what carbon sequestration is all about. That's another method of terraforming or geoengineering. So you have carbon sequestration, and then you have what's called stratospheric aerosol injection, or releasing particulate matter, i.e. pollution, into the stratosphere in order to reflect sunlight away from the planet, thereby dimming the sun from the point of view of the plants on the surface of the Earth, which would also reduce the efficacy of solar power. So all the solar systems would be a lot less efficient. Food crops would fail uh, worldwide because you would have shorter growing seasons and you would have less photosynthesis taking place, which is plant biology, obviously, to produce food crops. And with a reduction of food crops, but also natural foliage and also you know, phytoplankton in the oceans, you would have a massive die-off. So it's an extinction-level event. So what exactly did we accomplish with the prohibition on COVID shots coming out of the National Defense Authorization Act? It, the military just did a step to the left and said, okay, we'll forget about COVID. Here's your hydrogel in a flu shot, right? Yeah. What, what's changed? It, it, they're putting it in everything, Sean.